The three most important letters in sports. Even better than those. TVV. 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 It's Fox 6 Sports Director Tim Van Voren on Homer and Tony. Tim Van Voren is brought to you by Mars Cheese Castle, a Wisconsin landmark that you need to experience off I-94 in Kenosha. Meats, cheeses, bakery, bar, and restaurant all under one roof. Learn more at MarsCheese.com. TVV, Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. You can listen to him now or tonight. You can see him with Bo Ellis after McGuire at the Next Act Theater. The show's at 7.30. I would say TVV and Bo Ellis will be after you watch it, and they have some tickets available tonight. It'll be about 9 o'clock, 9.10 or something like that. TVV, good afternoon. Homer, Tony, good afternoon to both of you. Where do you want to start? What's up? So it's less than a week away from the start of Packers training camp. It's uh, one day away from the Brewers' second half of the season. It's uh, Bo Wellis tonight. I don't know. Where do you guys want to start? Uh, I want to start with, as you should statewide, anything about the Green Bay Packers. And what le- I remember past years where you didn't have maybe the same level of confidence. What level of confidence do you have in this team? I have more uncertainty about this team than in other seasons, only beyond the win the division, get a home playoff game, fairly certain about all that. Uh, how good they'll be, what what uh, level of gelling we'll see in some of these position groups, I am a little bit uncertain about that. Maybe it'll really come together. Maybe it'll click. Maybe the, the proverbial you know, second-tier player becomes a first-tier player unexpectedly. Or maybe it'll just be kind of a slog in some of those areas. I think uh, the, the changes on the coaching staff are interesting as well. I thought they really had a strong staff, which was basically intact for the first three years of the Matt LaFleur era, and now they've had changes there. And some bright minds have departed. Some other guys maybe now will get the opportunity mm-hmm. to flourish as well. So I say more uncertainty than normal and yet uh, the basic tenet that they're going to win their division, they're going to be in the playoffs, is still very much evident. Bright minds have departed, which is the yes, brightest. Yes, uh, uh, I mean, Luke Getzey is, uh, is, is an up-and-climbing, uh, you know, up-and-moving-on-up up and, uh, up kind of assistant coach, no question about it. He's been praised left, right, and down the middle, including by Aaron Rodgers. Um, obviously, Nathaniel Hackett was very popular with the players. You know, he didn't call the plays. That was Matt Lafleur. So, don't know exactly, uh, you know, how Hackett will do with that out in Denver and how much of a loss that is. But Luke Getzey, I think, is a is a big loss. And uh, I think Justin Outen. I mean, Justin Outen was coaching high school football what about six seven years ago, and then you know he's already offensive coordinator of the Denver Broncos. He's a bright mind. So there are definitely people off the offensive staff where everybody says it's all going to be, you know, how does it come together this year? Departures from that offensive staff uh, are going to be notable. But by the same token, you know, Adam Stenovich, everybody raved about Adam Stenovich's work over the last couple of years. Now he's your offensive coordinator. Uh, Jason Brable's a very sharp wide receivers coach. There's no doubt about that. Now he has more authority and more responsibility. So, maybe, you know, maybe it's just kind of a reinvigoration going on up there, too. Now, Luke Getze is with the Chicago Bears, so it might be that 
you're saying the Bears might benefit and improve versus the Packers. I mean, how do you know what the Packers miss? What would you have to see and go, oh, man, they really missed an assistant coach or two versus with him get to get the Bears, you can see if things improve offensively. or How do, yeah. we, how do you judge as to the accuracy of something was or wasn't missed? Well, on those pro staffs, a lot of times the offensive coaches, and in Green Bay under Matt LaFleur, very much a consensus-type operation, but somebody will be primarily responsible for the third down. Somebody will be primarily responsible for the longer-distance plays, that sort of thing. They're going to be coming up with those ideas, selling those ideas in practice, executing those if they can get the head coach to go on board with it. So, um, you know, maybe that's where you would notice something. Is there going to be more innovation? Is there going to be less innovation? It's easy to say it's all going to be on Aaron Rodgers meshing with the new wide receivers or whoever's out there at tight end, and that's certainly true. It's a player's league. But you also have, as we've seen with coaches moving around, there's a belief that that brain power does matter in the NFL. You have to have everybody on the same page that way as well. So it will be very interesting. Again, there was a lot of continuity for the first three years. Not that there were no changes, but it was the same brain trust. And now it's not. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Are you going to be watching Devontae Adams? Heck yeah. Heck yeah, he's one of the best players in the NFL. And, uh, you know, what, what, what so, was but, his... Okay, what, what's your, what's your, what's, but what's your, what's your uh, angle or reasoning that you want to just keep an eye on what Devontae's doing? For what well, purpose? what was his ratio with Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, quarterback responsibility to wide receiver responsibility, which now will transfer out to Derek Carr? What's the ratio of it? Devontae Adams, um, you know... Success there is it is it because he's so good is it because the quarterback is so good is it a is it a meshing of the two how much of a meshing of the two so uh, yeah that's the number one thing I'd be watching with Devontae Adams and I think he has a lot to prove I think that he's you know he's he's out there he's he's extremely well compensated he's where he wants to be but that's a very prideful man there's no question about it and you know he sees himself as the best wide receiver in the NFL how better to prove that than to go out and, and dominate in your first year with another team. Is he able to do that? Can the Raiders help him do that? We'll see. I mean, speaking of coaches, Edgar Bennett's his wide receivers coach. Edgar Bennett had all that success in Green Bay, partly with Devontae Adams at one point. So uh, that's a little but bit TV, of a comfort side there. What What are you going to – But my, I guess I would, I would say, what are you going to be judging his him by, though? Because when you look at – uh, the Raiders, first of all, they have a much more balanced passing attack. I mean, mm-hmm. they have other receivers. They, they got Darren end. Waller, who's one of the, who yep, one of the yep. best tight ends in the game. Uh, yep. And they got a very good possession guy, Hunter Renfro. I mean, the mm-hmm. guys, I mean, he's he's that old, like, Wes Welker uh, guy for Brady. So, I uh, think they, they have other people who are capable of doing some damage. So, he's not going to get, uh, you know, he's probably not going to get, like, Every look from Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers had to look for Devontae because he really didn't have anybody else to throw to. I mean, that's just what it was. It was either, either Devontae or one of the backs coming out of the backfield, right? So that's not going to be the issue. It's going to be a much more balanced attack uh, in Las Vegas. So I don't know if he gets the same amount of targets and, and looks uh, as he did in Green Bay. So that's going to be hard to judge it's just off stats alone, right? I, th- I think you're right. I think the stat the stat meter will not be the only way to judge what's going on with the Raiders. If he's that impactful, 
Maybe he doesn't catch as many passes, but then Darren Waller ought to just just absolutely clean up, right? And and Renfro is one of the better one of the better route runners there is, uh, based on you know when you watch him and who you talk to about guys around the yeah. league. Just a tough. He was tough in college. He's tough in the pros. So uh, they should, be, if if the quarterback can distribute the ball, then they should be extremely good offensively. They're going to be in a tough division. We all know that. But yeah, Adams, they got one, they got one me, of the worst schedules I've ever seen. <laughs> I just looked at his. Is schedule. that right? I haven't. I haven't analyzed their schedule. Yeah. I haven't seen it's, their it's schedule. But uh, you know, there are going to be a lot of eyes on that team this year, and a lot of expectations with it. And it's a tough schedule there. It's going to put even more pressure on them. But you know, Devontae Adams to me, I, I don't think it's just because we saw him. I think he was legitimately one of the best players in the NFL over the last three, four years. So you know, you take him off Green Bay. That's a monstrous subtraction. You put him on another team. It should be a monster addition. It'll be interesting to see exactly how much of an addition. Round two with TVV. After you first explained, you said Devontae Adams, a prideful man. What what makes you say that about him? Would you also say that about Aaron Rodgers? Or define yeah. why you felt it necessary or think it fits to say that about Devontae Adams? I think you can see it when you watch you know these guys. You watch him in the stands, or you watch him on TV. And I think you can really tell and it's how they go about their business in the off time and how serious they are about, you know, the responsibility and the role they have on their respective teams. I mean, Devontae Adams, to me, wherever you think the motivation should be, is it because you want to help the Packers? Is it because you want to be seen as the best receiver in the NFL? Is it because of your own personal drive? Whatever it is, if it gets you there, it gets you there. And Devontae Adams, you know, just legendary worker, and attention to detail as his career has gone along. This is a guy who's now in his third contract. How many receivers get a third contract like that? And, you know, he, he's talking like he'll get a fourth. So, yes, I definitely think he's prideful. I would say the same for Aaron Rodgers. Whatever, you, whatever your opinion may be about Aaron Rodgers, when the ball is snapped, that guy is all about, you know, you respect the way he's going to play football. And... Uh, he, he doesn't cut a corner. He doesn't miss anything. You may not agree with every decision he makes or where he goes with the ball or what he does, et cetera, et cetera. But you, I don't think you can quarrel or question uh, his ability to answer the bell and his desire to get it done when he's the man under center. Round two with TV. In the, in the regular season. <laughs> yeah. Nice adding that. Co- commercial break. Rogers missing Adams. <laughs> Or Adams missing Rogers. Which will TVV select next? 94.5 ESPN packing its bags and heading downtown. ESPN Milwaukee is moving to the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Follow our progress as we embark on a journey to our new home. The avenue is vibrant, exciting, plus you'll be able to come by and see us. Observe us. Laugh at us. Admire us. Be amazed by us. ESPN Milwaukee's Move to the Avenue is sponsored by Coakley Brothers and Brothers Interiors, the official moving and furniture provider of GKB Milwaukee. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. I think the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr is slimmer than the difference between Alan Lazard and Devontae Adams. I just think that in this situation, we look at... Last year, what? through week 12, uh, as Acho was just sort of mentioning, Derek Carr was leading the NFL in passing yards. He was doing it without 
any wide receiver or tight end ranking in the top 20 in terms of receiving yards. What he went through last year in terms of the coaching situation, in terms of the personnel drama that he dealt with, uh, and exceeded that. I just think that this is a scenario where Carr finally sets up to have his man. I think Carr will make Devontae Adams just as effective as he was in Green Bay. And I can't say the same about Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb in Green Bay. Oh. Rodgers missing Adams way more. Then Adams missing Rogers. TVV, Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. I teased that, and now we get Jeff Darlington. Hey, he's okay. He's no TVV. <laughs> TVV, take it away. Exactly addressing what Jeff Darlington did. He, again, is from ESPN. He had a stronger take, though, because I'm going to say I, I, I need to see some of this play out. Aaron Rodgers made Jarrett Boykin a legitimate uh, wide receiver, you know, regular target kind of guy for one season. So, not Boykin was not the only guy there. Obviously, it was, a, it was a collective group. But Aaron Rodgers has made a lot of guys uh, very successful wide receivers in the NFL, and the ball's been in the air a lot. So that's had something to do with it. I think that as much as anything else is going to be notable in Green Bay this year. The ball is not going to be in the air as much to the wide receivers as it has been in the past. So statistically, that's going to bring everybody down, put a new ceiling on that, if you ask me. And the backs, Tony mentioned earlier, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, those guys are going to catch passes, and there's going to be more emphasis on running. You don't have a, a real receiving tight end right now, and you don't have uh, you know established wide receivers. So I think the offense is modified a bit, which is going to change things first and foremost. TVV, don't they always say that, though, coming in every year? Oh, we're going to run more. I mean, it's like I hear that every year, Tony. And then they don't. Tony, I, th- I think it's lip service most years, to be honest with you. Would you? If you have Aaron yeah. Rodgers throwing to Devontae Adams, are you really going to run more? I don't think so. Right. This year, you have Aaron Rodgers throwing to who? I think uh, you who, are going to run Who knows more. who? Yeah, I think you are going to run more. I really do. I really do. And, again, you have an offensive coordinator now who's a former offensive line coach. Uh, you know, some of this is going to depend on how they can block it up. But I would expect that there is an emphasis. I think that's one of the reasons uh, Stenovich is, and at that time they didn't know for sure that Devontae Adams was leaving. But uh, that's one of the reasons Stenovich is the offensive coordinator, his, his you know, strength on, uh, on that side of things with the running game. But TVV, with that said, I would I would ask you this. Uh, I, I agree with your your premise that listen, I, uh, before or you got Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks in the game, and you got yep. Devontae, the best receiver in the game. No no question, you're going to pass, right? Yeah, you don't have that now, as you said. Uh, but um, I mean, I, I guess I would uh, I would ask you like. You know the Packers are they built for that though? It doesn't seem like they they seem like they've been built like the offensive line. I mean, are they a, a running line, or this was this line built more for pass protection? It's an excellent question, but they made some moves in the off season. Uh, you know, Lucas Patrick not there, Billy Turner not there. Uh, some of these young guys are we all we hear about is the versatility. You look at Sean Ryan, third round pick. Now he's gotten a lot of pub so far. We'll see in uh, training camp and preseason, what he's all about. That body type looks to me like uh, he's a run blocker, Tony, uh, Homer. So, I mean, if he's a guy who ends up being one of your five guys, it seems to me like, you know, that's kind of where you're going with this. I don't know David Bakhtiari's health situation. We'll see. Maybe everything's back and he's good to go. He is what I would describe as a pass protection 
left tackle, effective in the run game, but not a mauler by any means, which some of these tackles are. Uh, you know, if, it, if Yosh Nyman at, at his size is on the right side, and you get Elton Jen- Jenkins back, for instance, on uh, either of those left spots, I could definitely see that being a run offensive line. Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. I would think Goody and uh, LaFleur already have a new contract. Isn't this the last year of their contract? Unless, uh, especially if they think Rodgers is going to be around long. I, 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 want, uh, I want my deal now. Do you think they already have it? They haven't announced it? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if you're right, Homer. Uh, I think that they will be in lockstep. They will be signed. Uh, you know, obviously, Gutekunst was a year ahead of LaFleur starting all this, but I think they will be signed together going forward. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they do have the deal already done, and the, uh, the timing is when to break that out sometime during uh, training camp or the preseason. And I bet you'll love this one. I believe that uh, Matt LaFleur will be gone within four years of the year that Rodgers leaves. Well, that could be... Well, that could be five, six, seven years. No, 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 I'll be less than that. I would say Matt LaFleur, now that you have to give me, uh, you have standards here, you're like Tony. Uh, Matt LaFleur will be gone. Uh, He's five, he's got uh, maximum five years left. Of his own volition or not? Uh, I would say of not, but I'm not really picking that as much. Uh, I would say you got you got uh, maximum five years left for Matt Lafleur. You want to join that club? Uh, no, I mean I don't know how to. If you're saying not of his own volition, no, I'm going to leave that all alone. I think I think Matt Lafleur. No, I'm saying I'm not saying why. I'm saying yeah. uh, Matt Lafleur will be gone within five years. Well, I think there'll be when Aaron Rodgers is done at whatever point. Mm-hmm. There will be a lot of turnover in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I think that's inevitable. Okay. Right. I think that's inevitable. I need your help on this because I have no explanation. It's one of the most surprising things I can ever remember in sports in my life. Josh Hader giving up three home runs in the ninth inning, <laughs> the last one being Grand Slam. I don't know how you can't be worried, but I figured you'd make me feel better. Uh, <laughs> explain, yeah, comment, whatever you want. You asked me the question, uh, I believe it was last week, and I said I wasn't worried. i got to maybe revisit that a little bit because it didn't go uh, well since then. He generally has a blip somewhere. Uh, this was uh, quite a blip. This was uh, you know, a, a spike, I guess. I- I've the, never heard of such a blip. Chart. Do you know any pitcher in your life that you're aware gave up three home runs in an inning? Is he tipping pitches? Is something going on there? I heard that was uh, you know proposed because... To go from unhittable to you know yeah. get rocked is is quite unusual for a guy who he's got plenty of body work here to say that he would be uh, you know a guy you can count on. Uh, you know, I, I guess I bet Raleigh Fingers ironed, never gave up three home runs in an inning. What do you want to guess? Until he irons it out, you have to say you're concerned about it. But uh, I would still say the body of work is large enough to say that, that something's gone on that he's going to get rectified. And I will be shocked if David Stearns, tough guy, nice guy, doesn't make a move. Very soon here because he has to. I would I would agree with you, and, and he does generally any year. You know, we had a poll the other night on our Fox Six Sports Blitz. What would you like to see the Packers? I'm excuse me, Brewers. What would you like to see the Brewers trade for? A couple positions listed, or maybe move certain guys. Our last option was Stan Pat. That won. That was the viewership uh, choice. I was shocked. 
I, I thought Stan Pat would get 0%. I thought most Brewer fans would say, do this, do that, do any number of things. But Stan Pat, I don't see that with You know what that tells you, TVV? You know hmm. what that tells you? That's why they need you on nightly sports. You have work to do, teaching to do. <laughs> you need to get it through because you have a problem with the knowledge of fans if that's how they voted. You got, you got work to do, TVV. Uh, I was surprised. I'll, I'll go with you there. Teaching? I don't. I've never seen that ten twenty five spot as teaching. But maybe Homer, you're onto something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look forward to your. Homer's attempt. always onto something. <laughs> you <laughs> something bad though. You guys teach for two hours. Oh yes, a day, so we I try to. Take yes, notes. I feel yeah, that one notes. of our jobs is to make sports fans smarter. Yes, I think you probably do as well. You try. You want to have what? It's not ain't working. working. Nope. We really hadn't gotten to that part of it. TVV, good afternoon. Always a treat. Right back at both of you. See ya. Tim Van Vorn, Fox 6 Sports. Yep. Matt LaFleur, gone. Within five years after, or I would say within five years now. Yeah, I couldn't argue argue against that. Yep. That's rare. Next.